Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Don't look for somebody to complete you. Be happy and be strong and be whole in who you are. Because if that person is really the awesome one that you want to spend the rest of your life with, they deserve a whole person. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi everyone, my name is Gina Ramaswamy and I was raised in the nation's capital of DC. I did my undergrad in economics at Rutgers and my master's in IT and data analytics at Boston University. I'm the founder of Beautifully Empowered, which is an online platform where I would like to inspire women to become the best possible version of themselves through the practice of self-love, self-improvement, and self-care. I'm excited to be a member of the Women in Tech group and I've got to say that I'm so honored to be part of such an empowering community full of strong women. I enjoy networking and always look forward to meeting and connecting with like-minded individuals, especially inspiring women. The podcast is definitely a great initiative for female founders to share their career growth through personal stories and experiences, which helps young professionals like me to feel empowered to follow in their footsteps. The message of actionable empowerment definitely keeps me motivated as a confidence booster in being determined to chase after my dreams. I'm striving to be an active member of the Women in Tech community and hoping to leverage my skills, seek opportunities, and expand my network. I'd like to also contribute my career growth experiences, advice, and provide mentoring to women so they can excel and become a leader in technology. Feel free to shoot me an email at vinaforever19 at gmail.com. We'd love to connect on social media as well. My IG handle is at vinaforever19. My blog accounts are at The Beautiful Gal and The Beautifully Empowered. Looking forward to making this experience a memorable one. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Running a company is really hard. You never know whether you're making the right decision or wrong decision or who to pay attention to. Everybody has an opinion of what you should do, but you're the person that has to execute. And a lot of the opinions, at least I find that people have, like are things that you've tried in the past that maybe haven't worked. So it feels very discouraging. It's the why that we run the company that matters because we simply can't know what is right or what is wrong day to day. But if the core why that we have, why we're inserting so much of ourselves into this initiative is what the core focus is, then that's the part that will carry us through every single day that feels absolutely confusing. And I know with everything going on in the world right now, whether it be our profession or running a company, career is confusing. 
career as an entrepreneur, career as a professional. It's just confusing. And to take that beat to ask ourselves why we're doing what we're doing and how can we still do that no matter what the circumstances are, I think that's where we can pull our strength from. Anyway, a little bit of a an emo personal spot. I hope you guys enjoy the next episode. Bye. the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited to introduce you to our next very special guest. I had the honor of being on her podcast. She is an incredible woman in tech based in North Carolina. I'd like to welcome to you, Sue. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? It's free. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. We get real AF. That's so awesome. But before we get into your (laughs) podcast and all things tech, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm Sue Robinson and I live and work in the Research Triangle Park area of North Carolina. And I wear a few different hats, but the two main ones are I work for an awesome media production company that does video, motion graphics, and then within the past few years, I've really gotten into XR, so a virtual and augmented reality for enterprise clients. And then I also am a brand new podcaster myself. My awesome co-host, Vanessa Alava, and I are starting the We Get Real AF podcast, which stands for Women and Girls in Emerging Technology, XR, AI, and Futurism. And we will launch our show in June. And we're so excited that you are one of our awesome guests. Thanks, Esprit. That's We're so excited to launch. It was so much fun being on with you guys. Um, when did your journey in technology start? I know you're really passionate about hardcore technology. Um, <laughs> when did all that interest begin? Were you Were you a kid? or was it later in life? So it's really interesting because I am not like a math person. I'm not a programmer. I'm not a coder. Like that region of my brain is not not the strongest part of my brain. I'm very, I'm analytical, but I'm also really a creative. I think of myself as a really creative person. However, I am a person who asks a lot of questions. And um, I grew up in a university town. My dad was a professor at Penn State University, and he taught the history of American technology. So I think I really got my interest in tech from him because, you know, he was always talking to my sister and me about how things worked and how, you know, the industrial revolution and how technology changed so much of culture. And so I think I was always very interested in that. I actually went to college um, to become a broadcast journalist and I was a uh, TV news journalist for many years. And it's it's kind of funny because I took computer science classes in college only because I had to as part of my major. And my first memory with tech, Hospree, was that I was in a computer programming class and it was the night before I had to turn in this this big project where I had to write the, the algorithms and it was just so not my thing. But I was working so hard on this and I was almost at the end and smoke started coming out of my computer <laughs> terminal. What? And there, Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding you. And there was like an electrical short and they had to clear out the entire computer lab because my computer caught on fire. So, <laughs> so that was my first journey, my first memory of a real tech, uh, you know, experience. So it was not, I was not off to a great start then. But um, I've always always been fascinated by how things work. And, you know, I was a TV news reporter for many years. 
And we're living in a time now where technology is changing so fast and it's affecting so many aspects of our lives that I just want to understand it better. Totally. How did you go from smoking up a room into pursuing technology professionally? Because <laughs> I'm really stubborn. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I was, yeah, I wasn't going to let that computer get the best of me. But um, I actually went on to, to pursue a journalism degree and I became a TV news journalist. So initially I started out being really fascinated just by the communications technology involved in, in television news and, you know, covering news around the world doing live shots from a satellite truck, um, all the editing, video, and I love storytelling. Um, I think at my, you know, my heart of hearts, I'm really a storyteller. So I did that for many years and covered some technology during that time. And then about five years ago, I joined a media production company because I really, you know, wanted to, to continue the storytelling, uh, but do more like corporate more corporate stories and enterprise stories. And the company that I work for, because we're in RTP, North Carolina, we have a lot of tech clients. We have a lot of tech companies around us. So that kind of tuned my radar into emerging technologies as well. And then because we got into virtual and augmented reality, that's what really kind of lit my fire because I think VR and AR are fascinating technologies. I think they're going to change so much of how we do everything. Um, we're already seeing in this time right now where we're all working remotely, how important it is to be able to connect and to meet remotely. And you can do that in things like alt space now through VR. And I love seeing how our clients, how companies can tell their stories through VR, how you can train people or you can do a safety training video and let people do things that are really dangerous and fail safely, right? Like so, for example, if they're in a construction industry or petrochemicals and there's an explosion, you can train people in those things remotely in VR and they can learn how to prevent those situations from happening before they ever have to really deal with them. And it's it's immersive. And so there's the experience of watching somebody put a headset on and be in VR uh, for the first time, never gets old because it's so magical. And you talked about AltSpace. Can you tell us more about AltSpace? Yeah. So AltSpace is a platform where you can actually meet in a headset, in a VR headset, you can meet with other people in an immersive space. And so you, you'll meet with their avatars. So the technology isn't quite at the place yet where we can see each other live streaming in an immersive space, but you can pick an avatar and then all of you can meet in a physical room and look around the room and sort of be in that space together. So it's sort of like what we're all doing now with Zoom, but even more immersive than that. And I, I mean, that's where the technology is going. So uh, I just think it's really exciting and interesting. And then I also, you know, I'm fascinated by things like artificial intelligence and blockchain and uh, the internet of things and just so many different technologies that are kind of operating behind the scenes right now in our lives and wanting to understand how all that, you know, works and how it, how it affects just the things we do every day. And what would you say is a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome in your career? I think for me, a couple things. One is when my kids were small and I was a TV news reporter, I was part-time caregiving for my mom, who at the time had um, dementia. And so trying to juggle being a mom, being a caregiver, and being a professional and really trying to grow in my career was a big obstacle. And 
the way I was able to overcome that was that I have an amazing spouse. My husband's awesome and he really is supportive and, you know, we just juggled and we got through it all. So I think that's one of the, the big things that I had to overcome. And then the other, I would say, is being in a place now where I'm trying so hard to learn about emerging technologies and things that I really, like, I'm, I'm not a technologist. I don't have an engineering degree. I don't have that kind of really math science background, but I have the passion to learn about it. And so that's kind of an obstacle I'm overcoming every day, but I really love it because I love a good challenge. Because it's feeling like, oh, I don't know this stuff, but I want to know this stuff and almost feeling like there's a barrier. Like, am I allowed to know this stuff if I don't yeah. already just innately know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I yeah. work with really smart people um, who are the math, science, engineering, programmer types of guys. And so just finding my own voice and asking those questions, because again, I'm, I'm a curious person and I'm a storyteller and a journalist at heart. That's why I wanted to start the We Get Real AF podcast. Um, just having the confidence to ask those questions and, and feel safe about it, you know? And, and I hope that when our audience listens to our show, they'll be like me and they'll, they'll be women and men who want to learn more about these fast-changing, totally. exponential technologies and want to feel that it's okay if, if you're not the expert in it. You know, I always sort of um, have this analogy in my head of you don't have to be an aeronautics engineer necessarily to be somebody who directs the air traffic, <laughs> the air traffic controller. Like, they're both important roles to have, right? Somebody builds the technology, and then somebody has to understand the implications and ramifications of how that technology will be used ethically. And I feel like I'm more in that second category, wanting to understand it and, and use tech for good. And where do you go to learn? I listen to your podcast. <laughs> I listen to lots Thank of you. podcasts. Yeah, it's Shout true. Shout out to Women in Tech Podcast. <laughs> yes, no. awesome. No, really, where do you go? <laughs> I, yes, thank you for that. But where, where else do you go to learn? I read books all the time. I'm reading a book um, about blockchain right now. I'm reading a book about the spatial web. I read articles online. Uh, I belong to the Virtual Reality and Augmented Reality Association, so I listen to the VR, AR Association podcast. There's a lot of great tech podcasts out there right now. And I will tell you that the women we are interviewing for the We Get Real AF podcast, I'm learning so much from them because they cover such a broad range of aspects of technology, and they're so smart, and they're so eager to share what they've learned in their journeys and their knowledge. So it's, it's really an, just a cool opportunity for me to sit there and ask all those questions about things that, that I want to know more about. And just before I move on to the next question, where can people find the podcast? I know it's not live yet, but it's going to be live soon. Is there a website they can go to in the meanwhile to stay tuned? Yes. So we have a very simple website right now. It's wegetrealaf.com. And you can also find us on social channels. We're on both Instagram and Twitter as We Get Real AF. And then I am on LinkedIn as Suzanne Robinson, and Suzanne is spelled S-U-S-A-N-N-E. So uh, definitely check those channels out because we're planning to launch in June of 2020. And I don't have an exact date yet, but we'll definitely be announcing on all of our social channels. Awesome. And earlier in our conversation, you brought up how supportive your husband was when you were overcoming life's obstacles that we all experience at times. What do you think we should look for in a partner? What does that solid foundation look like now that you have the foresight to be able to look past you? What should we be looking for now in establishing the right future partnership? I think having somebody who has the same foundational values and outlook 
towards life that you have. I mean, for, for David, my husband and me, we're both very strongly grounded in our faith, and it's the same faith, and so it's sort of like the same playbook that we have that, you know, no matter what else happens in life, we're both shoring each other up in that way. And I also think just a, your best friend and just, you know, a lot of times people say they want to find the right person and that's so important, but it's also so important to be the right person. And that takes, mm. if you know, for wow. that other, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, on that, drop <laughs> the mic. <laughs> wow. So we're always iterating and we're always trying, but if you're each giving, marriage isn't 50-50, marriage is 100-100, you know? I always feel like divorce is 50-50. Um, there's a you know, you each get your, your half, but marriage, you're always trying to give a hundred percent and, uh, you know, that's what makes it work. So, and that's what he did for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's just elaborate on that just for a little bit more. What does be the right person mean to you? For me, what that, what that resonated with is I had a life coach early on. I think it was right before college and into college. And she used to tell me, you're going to attract who you are in this state. So if I am toxic, I'm going to attract other toxic people. If And I don't know if this is what you mean by this, but this is what it meant for me. And I just, that always sat with me that I wanted to show up my healthiest self so that I would attract healthy people into my life as well. I think I went a little bit too perfectionist with that over the years. Like I held on to that too much because it doesn't allow room to not be perfect and let someone, you know, empower and support me and allow me space to be weak and and to have support. So I think I went a little overboard with it. But anyway, that's how it showed up. What does it mean to you when you say that? I think one foundational thing is don't look for somebody to complete you. Be happy and be strong and be whole in who you are. Because if that person is really the awesome one that you want to spend the rest of your life with, they deserve a whole person. They don't deserve to have to fix you or to shore you mm. up. or you know They'll do those things for you because they love you, of course. But be in a place where you're strong enough and healthy enough to give the best of yourself to that person. Um, I think that's really, really important. I think sometimes people hope that maybe by being with another person somehow that will fill a hole inside of them. And I don't know if another person can be expected to fill the hole inside of you. You know, I don't think that's totally fair. Totally. This isn't about technology, but just to kind of like wrap up this portion of what we're talking about, um, Jada Smith and Will Smith did, she has an incredible show. I don't know if you've seen it, Sue, called Red Table Talk. It's on Facebook Watch and they have these really candid conversations. And their first episode of season one was Will Smith and Jada Smith talking about their marriage. They've been married, I believe, over 20 years and the kind of um, transformations and evolutions their marriage has had. And it's such a great insight on what it takes to have a healthy partnership. And I just, I highly recommend you guys check it out. I'm yeah. single and I still learn so much from it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. So yeah. I think for me, what it means to be, you know, a, a woman in tech, a, a woman in leadership, um, to be our best selves. It's not just, can we code? Do we have an interest in technology? It's about the entire lifestyle of exist. It's about I know this sounds crazy, but it's about self-care. I remember when I was building my second company, I built the first action sports social network and I ran myself to the brim and I was so burnt out 
that was a huge part of my story then. And and later when I built companies after that, there was one period of time where I couldn't walk for five months because literally from stress that I burnt myself so much. So I, I just think it's really important that we remember it's not just about learning how to code or, you know, whatever the tech topic may be. It's about the lifestyle of our culture and right. how do how can we show up as our best selves and explore something that's genuinely curious for us while we're, you know, the saying goes, living our best life, you know? Yeah. And and having balance and not expecting yourself to be able to do it all all the time perfectly. Like we put so much pressure on ourselves and Nobody is like if you pull back the curtain on anybody's life, they're going to have good days and bad days. They're going to have days when they get it right and they're a rock star and they're going to have days when they just crash and burn. You know, that's that's all being human. And you have to allow yourself to be that, you know, to be um, human, and I, totally right. And I think women have a tendency to put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We want to be perfect career woman, perfect mom, perfect wife. We want to have perfect bodies and perfect health and all. And, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just too much. Um, and totally. it's, it's not fair. We need to be kinder to ourselves. I agree. Um, what is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever gotten? I know you've gotten so much. Is there something that really stands out for you? I think it's probably showing yourself grace and always staying curious and don't let other people make the decision for you about whether you can or should do something or like write your own story. Mm. I, I think that's the best. I love that. Don't let someone else decide whether you can or should do something. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Those voices can get inside our heads and they can really stop us from ever starting. I think perfectionism can do that too, right? Like if, if you wait until you have everything figured out, a lot of times you never even get to the starting line. So don't do that. That's not what life is. Life's a journey. It's an, it's an experiment. Totally. And what is your, this is a, a personal interest of mine. It's a hobby. I collect tech tools. What is your favorite tech tool? It could be hardware, software, mobile app, anything. I have a daily devotion that I do on my phone. Actually, I have a few different ones. Verse of the day is one. And and I just love that because it gets my head and my spirit in the right place at the beginning of the day. Love that. I think my one to match like being grounded is I use headspace to meditate like right when I wake up. That's so smart that you ground yourself. It's, it's like how many of us just get up and go fast and just take care of everything and barely maybe even make the bed. You know? Right. <laughs> Instead yeah. of just breathe first. Just breathe. <laughs> I feel like this time, you know, we're, we're recording this right now while we're all quarantined because of COVID-19. And I, as terrible and, and tragic in many ways as this, this time is, I think it's also forcing us to slow down a little bit and to have some space. And I think that we can find gifts in that if we're willing to look for them. Um, I read a book years and years ago called Tyranny of the Urgent. And it was about how we need to try to resist just going through our days reacting to what's in front of us and how if, if we can focus on our own goals and what's important instead of just going through life reacting, how much more fulfilling and more productive we'll be. And it's not an easy thing to do. It's a discipline. But that's one of the things that at least I'm trying to um, relearn during this time totally. when you know we're working from home. So. Totally. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Do you have any last thoughts before we wrap up? I would just welcome and urge anybody who is interested in learning about 
emerging technologies and uh, amazing women in science to, in addition to listening to Esprit's awesome podcast, please check us out at We Get Real AF. It's a brand new podcast launching in June. I just feel so honored to meet these incredibly smart women who are really making the world better with technology and uh, just welcome everybody to join me on the journey. Are you allowed to give a little shout out to some people who you've already interviewed? Maybe what some of their roles may be? Yeah, we just interviewed Catherine Clayton yesterday. She's with a company called OmniViz. And when she was seven years old, she decided she was going to cure disease because she had a loved one who suffered from HIV. And so now she has developed a technology where they can test water in developing worlds for the presence of cholera. And they can get those test results back in 30 minutes. And I think that's just incredible. There's uh, another woman, Kate Gannam, with a group called Make Right. And they allow kids who are missing an arm because of a, a birth defect to build their own prosthesis. And it's not just an arm. It could be an arm that charges your cell phone or that um, has other kind of superpowers. So instead of just having an artificial limb, it's it's a limb that's cooler than, <laughs> than anybody else's arm. That is arm. so cool. So, I, I mean, it really is. So I'm telling you, I'm meeting so many in- incredible women, um, really excited and inspired by them. Man, I love that you're sharing these stories. This is so cool. I can't wait till you launch the podcast. Definitely check out We Get Real AF. Sue, thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember, go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight there. That's womenintechvip.com. And say hello on social, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, at Women in Tech Show, on all socials. I will see you guys, hear you guys, talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Hey, I'm Sue Robinson, co-host of the We Get Real AF podcast based in Durham, North Carolina. It's a podcast inspiring women to get involved in technology and learn about emerging tech. And you're listening to Women in Tech. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We're so proud of what we've created with the Women in Tech podcast. To support us in our journey to celebrating women in tech around the world, go to womenintech.fm and click on the donation link on the right side of the page. That's womenintech.fm. The donation link is the top right side of the page. We really appreciate you being a part of our journey and we look forward to celebrating so many more women to come. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.